What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Graveyard. I am the Graveyard Gamer, and thank you for joining me for this episode of Graveyard Gaming. Now, in today's episode, I want to talk to you about two different trailers that came out this week. Both of them blew me away. When I saw both of them, I was like, okay, I'm going to have to talk about each of those on the show. And that is a trailer for the Uncharted movie, and also the trailer for the Grand Theft Auto Definitive Edition. So, both of those really did blow me away. I had kind of minimal expectations for both, unfortunately, and yeah... I am very excited to talk about those today. Plus, we're going to talk about the Graveyard Shift. I did complete a game this week. I want to talk about that. And what do I plan to do going forward as far as my game plan is concerned? And with that being said, gamers, let's jump in and let's talk about those two awesome trailers that released this week. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's start off with the Uncharted trailer. Since it was actually leaked, a little bit of it at least, was leaked on Wednesday night. I did watch some and I was like, okay, this seems kind of cool. And then Thursday morning, Sony said, you know what, let's just put the whole thing out there, and wow. Gamers, you guys know I absolutely love the Uncharted series. In fact, I did an entire replay of the series last year. You guys can check out an entire episode dedicated to the Uncharted franchise. And I gotta say, even watching the trailer, I was going, you know what, I wouldn't mind playing those again. But it just absolutely got me. I love it. You know, I was actually one of those people, when they first announced this movie about 10 years ago, 11 years ago maybe, they said Mark Wahlberg was cast as Nathan Drake, and I was so upset. I was like, that bad casting. And then they said Joe Pesci was going to be Sully. I was just like, yo, I don't think they're getting the, the right tone of this movie. This is this is just not making sense. Since then, we, you know, seen the movie just kind of went silent, and then it came back, and then it went away. And finally, it was announced that Tom Holland would play as Nathan Drake. And by this point in time, I was sold on Nathan Fillion because... One, I think he looks just like Nathan Drake. Two, I think he's perfect for the part. And three, when you have those two things together and then the actor himself is the one driving it, makes me even more excited because I love when an actor shares the love of the passion for gaming or for the character or whatever they're going to sign on for. So, you know, he did that awesome fan film. But, you know, at the end of the day, that's not the way they went with Tom Holland, though. Watching this trailer, I was like, okay, you know what? He gets it. And, you know, what? I've seen people online say he's just not who Nathan Drake looks like or Sully does not look like Mark Wahlberg. But the key is when you look at these two characters, sure, they do look different. I mean, we are playing this early in Nathan Drake's treasure hunting career, if you will. So there might be some changes. Maybe that mustache will come out of Sully at the end of the movie. Who knows? But that chemistry together is there. And yes, I know in the Resident Evil episode when I talked about that trailer, I did say that I'm not a big fan when you do different swapping. When you say, hey, we know what this character looks like, but we're going to change their race or their creed or we're going to change nationalities or we're going to change you know anything from their sexualities, whatever it may be. I'm not a big fan of that. However, I am okay if the character just doesn't look like the character because, hey, you know, you're never going to get like that perfect mirror image of like oh this is what they look like in the game this is what they need to look like in the movie you're just not really going to nail that but i am okay and i'm perfectly happy when they get close enough but then they go this is the right character for this part and it just seeps through and that's what we get here now we see a lot of things in this trailer that excite me number one nathan drake aka tom holland he absolutely nails that humor side of drake drake is always the guy that's got his one foot on solid footing and one foot, you know, is the floor is crumbling beneath him type guy. Uh, and that's where his humor comes into. Tom Holland nails it. There's the one part where he's looking at something. The big guy slams the door. It scares him. And then he starts talking in a big, thick Scottish accent. And I'm sitting there going, what is this guy saying? And as soon as he stops talking, Drake looks at him and goes, what? Like, I just, I cracked up. It was perfect. 
you have Sully where Mark Wahlberg is sitting there talking to, you know, Tom Holland. And I keep switching the names around, I apologize. But they're sitting there talking and, you know, Tom Holland is Drake has his hand up to his ear holding in the earpiece talking. And Sully's like, stop doing that. You look dumb. Like, oh, man, it just cracked me up. Like, they've got that humor there. You see the set pieces that look insanely awesome. I mean, obviously, we see a big homage to the different games. I mean, let's be real. The entire end of the trailer is all about Uncharted 3 and that awesome cargo plane sequence where Drake is like hanging on the different cargo netting and trying to get back in the plane. Like it looks like it's going to be handled so well. We see scenes that look like it come out of Uncharted 4 with the pirate ships in the cove. And I don't know if they're going to kind of take those scenes and kind of incorporate them into their own thing. Maybe we'll see like a montage of Sully and Nathan. We see that they've kind of been working together now after so long. You know, they meet and we see this montage and we see the different treasures they unearth. Or maybe they're taking these different scenes and making something new out of them. Taking all these things, making their own. I'm perfectly fine with that as long as they retain the feel. I'm one of those people when it comes to, you know, taking something from one area and putting it into a different, whether it be a comic to a movie, game to a movie, I'm okay if you change that material around, you know, if it doesn't look just like that source material. For example, X-Men Days of the Future Past. I love that movie. I love the original series that it's based off of, and there's a lot of differences, but it keeps that core theme in there, and that's what I love, versus something like the original Resident Evil movies where... They don't take anything from the basic games. They just say, oh yeah, we're going to add a Leon character and a Clara character. That's not the same thing. This looks like it might be kind of mixing some of those different set pieces, but it's going to be true to the characters, true to the story, and it's just going to be presented in a different way. I'm very excited about that. Also, we see Chloe, and I got to tell you, well, you know what? Let me just hesitate on that. I don't know that she's Chloe. They never say her name is Chloe. My assumption is it is Chloe. I gotta tell you, I absolutely love Chloe in this series. She's one of my favorite female protagonists in video games. I absolutely love Lost Legacy and would love to have her kind of head up the new version of the Uncharted games. But we see her in this, and I sit there and I go, man, if that's her, that's another perfect casting. One, she actually looks and sounds just like Chloe. And two, you can definitely see there's going to be this cool dynamic between her and Nathan. So definitely excited for that we see some cool action pieces we see just so much stuff about this that i'm i'm so excited now the awesome thing about this is this movie comes out two days after my birthday the sad thing is is if it was any other year if it had been last year man i know that i'd be like well whether my wife wants to or not i know what we are gonna do on my birthday when it comes to hanging out and watching a movie however Unfortunately, where I'm at this year, that's not going to happen. So I will not be able to enjoy it with a lot of you guys day one. But I will say that, man, I cannot wait to watch this movie, as you can tell. And you know what? If in a future graveyard shift, I'm just like, guys, I had to do it. I had to jump back into Uncharted. You know what spurred it for me. I love the series, love the characters, love the games. I got to say, this movie does have me hyped. I will be honest with you. Resident Evil had me hyped. This one has me in a different stratosphere. Like, I am so excited for this Uncharted movie. But what about the other trailer we got this week? This one really blew me away, and that's that Grand Theft Auto Definitive Edition trailer. Now, here's why it blew me away. A couple months ago, I did a Wondering in the Graveyard, and I talked about, like, hey, we don't need these remasters, man. Just at some point, you have to remake these games. Like, they're just getting too old. And honestly, I'll be real with you. When they announced it, I was kind of like, uh, because here's the deal, guys. I played these games when they originally came out. Then on the PS3, I bought the remaster versions they have. And I'll be honest with you, man. It just kind of was not that great. Like, it, it was not a good port. It was straight up a port. And because, you know, you went from the SDTVs broadcasting to 
what we were getting in the PS3 era. It just it just didn't match up. It just looked very stretched. So I barely played them. On the PS4, I did buy the same collection again, and this time I was very pleased with it. Uh, I have completed GTA San Andreas again. You can check a review for that on one of my Out of the Crypt episodes. I've talked a few months ago about playing through Vice City a little bit here and there. And you know what? They look pretty good. I mean, they look just like the PS2 versions, but they still handle like the PS2 versions. And there's just a lot of things that have changed over the years. And that's why I really said, man, like instead of remastering these, you just should pick one and just completely remake it. So when I watch this trailer, what blows me away is the graphics. And gamers, what I love, what I absolutely love about the graphics is they didn't just clean them up a little bit like they fully transformed this game and here's how i pictured this here's how i explain what this looks like this to me looks like if they would have had the technology in 2001 to make grand theft auto 3 the way they wanted to it would have looked like this game i mean it's got they said when they announced it it was going to be true to its art style in 2001 and it absolutely is i mean it looks just like that cartoon caricature look that the grand theft auto 3 vice city and San Andreas had, except for now they just look so good, like they're fully 3D, they have fingers, they look awesome. And some people have been nitpicking, like, oh, look at Tommy's hand in this, it still doesn't look great. Yes, I get that, but at the end of the day, like, it just plays so much homage to what they originally came out with in the PS2 era. No, they didn't try to make this Grand Theft Auto V with the San Andreas characters, with those graphic styles. No, they didn't go that way. They truly did pay homage and kept it very true to what the ps2 era games look like it's just they really put a lot into it i absolutely love it it looks clean you can see the background environment looks good because you know i will be honest when i was playing through san andreas there were some times that like they had like this haze over the screen or whatever to kind of cover some of the limitations of the ps2 that's all been cleaned up the buildings the city the neon all that stuff looks great in both vice city and in san andreas and los venturas when they show a clip of that but the character models just blow me away. The car models look so good. I, Yes, I know I'm just talking about graphics here. But I'm saying like it just makes it feel new and fresh. Gets me excited. The other thing is, and we haven't seen this in action. There hasn't been any like hands-on preview. Is they talk about how it's got GTA 5 controls. That's huge, ladies and gentlemen. Because as I talked about when I was playing through Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. One of the biggest things is we have changed a lot in not only our gameplay but are also our control schemes on third person action games and i gotta say it is very jarring to jump into a car in 2021 in a game and x be your accelerate and square be your brake and reverse that just does not seem natural anymore so the thought that you're going to play this game and it's going to feel like grand theft auto 5 feels and i know grand theft auto 5 now is actually two generations old but at the same time i'm kind of excited about it those modernized controls Another big thing when you go back to PS2 era games, the way you run, the way you analog, like it's a lot more sensitive now. And I hope that they incorporate that. The targeting should be a lot better. The shooting, all of that stuff. Like I'm very excited to see what they mean by that. I hope I'm not overhyping it and I hope I'm not kind of building a picture of, of what they actually do with it. But I really do hope Rockstar delivers on that promise of the upgraded controls to GTA 5 with this. I hope it's not just a simple like polishing, if you will. And I'm doing finger quotes when I say polishing because we hear that a lot and it really doesn't change anything. But if they do that, just like they lived up with the promise of like, hey, this is going to be true to the art style, but it's definitely going to be enhanced. I'm going to be in love. The one thing that I am looking for that I hope they confirm is that they're going to put checkpoints in the mission. Now, I have seen that it's come out that they're actually going to have instant restart to missions. 
I haven't seen that confirmed. I just saw that on Twitter. But what I want is checkpoints because some of those missions are long. Some of those missions you have to drive halfway across the map to start. Then you have to drive to another place. Then you may have to go somewhere else. And there are a lot of involved steps that if you die or you have to start over, a lot of times you have to go all the way back to the first starting point. So I'm really, really hoping that there's checkpoints involved in this. If there are, guys, you can go ahead and say it. I'm going to be buying this pack again. I will be buying the PS2 era Grand Theft Auto games for the what? PS2, PS3, PS4, PS4 for the fourth time, and I'll be happy doing it. Now, I will say, even if all that's in there, I will not be buying day one. It's just not something I'm going to jump right into, but it is something I will buy at some point, probably on a good sale. However, if all of this is true, if all of this is true that they promised, or just even just even based on the way they've changed up the graphics a little bit, if you've never played this game because maybe you weren't old enough when they came out, whatever it may be, I'm kind of saying for 60 bucks to get these three games... I think it's probably going to be worth it this time, and I would highly recommend it. So gamers, what have I been up to on the graveyard shift? Well, I'm going to tell you, I beat a game, and that game was Kingdom Hearts 3. It took me right at 40 hours, a little bit under that, but ultimately, it was a really good game. Now, I'll have a review coming soon, and I will definitely talk about that in more detail and in the things that I liked and didn't like, but I will say there's a couple things that I want to throw out here. One... Highlight of the game for me was the Pirates of the Caribbean level. It was absolutely a blast. I enjoyed it in the second game. However, this third game, it kind of gives you that open feel to it. It very much reminded me of Assassin's Creed Black Flag and Assassin's Creed Rogue. I was enjoying it a lot. I really kind of was almost sad when that world was done with. Just a, a fantastic, fantastic world. Makes me really wish we would get a Pirates of the Caribbean game. At the same time, uh, I will point out that around that level, I started noticing that for whatever reason, this game started getting a little stingy with its save points. You started going a while before you'd see another save point, and trust me, there's some lengthy parts in this game that you don't want to risk losing that save. So uh, that did stick out to me, but ultimately, I did complete the game. I did enjoy the game. I got a review I'm working on, and hopefully you'll get that in a few weeks. But definitely, if you've played the games, I think you should check this one out. Other than that, I played some more MLB, and I will tell you, I gotta admit, guys, I'm probably gonna play a little bit more, but... I don't think I will complete this game because my beloved Boston Red Sox last night were sadly crushed by the Astros. Five zip. Game six. That's it. They're done. And I know me. I know that's going to be enough to kind of wane my interest in getting into a baseball game. Not saying I won't play it. I don't want to put it that drastic, but I got to admit, a little heartbroken this morning waking up and the idea of playing as the Red Sox just doesn't hype me up as much. <laughs> but... Other than that, I have played some more Sackboy Big Adventure, and I have to tell you, I've enjoyed that game immensely. I will say while playing it this week, I did play a level called, called Pros and Conveyors, and I have to tell you, I think that might be my favorite level in the game. It was that right kind of challenging, trying to get the Dreamer Orbs, the high score, not dying, the different costumes. It was a lot of fun. Absolutely a blast. Had a lot, I think I played it probably about five times just trying to get everything. But when done right in this game, when the levels are done this way, replaying them are an absolute joy so i didn't mind it at all i enjoyed the boss fights you get at the end of it i think it's called high velocity something to that nature i thought that was a lot of fun in fact i replayed that one several times trying to get the high score and not die as well but ultimately at the end of the day it's been a lot of fun i will say the interstellar level does kind of have a few levels that i felt like were just not as fun whether some of the things little gimmicks they might have in there weren't something i enjoyed or 
they have the levels that I've talked about. I don't particularly like, and that is when you have to constantly keep moving, whether you're on a platform or the level's moving or there's something that's kind of chasing you that you have to keep moving from. I just always feel when you do that, you end up missing out on so much cool stuff. There was a couple of Dreamer orbs that I wasn't able to get, and I sat there going, I don't even know how you do this because you don't get a chance to just load up a checkpoint. You have to replay that level, and honestly, after a couple of times playing, I was like, I'm just not going to get this. So, end of the day... Those are my least favorite levels in the game, but I've had a blast this week playing it. Uh, I think I have two worlds left to go, so maybe in a couple weeks I should be finishing that game up. It's usually my morning time game. I wake up, have a cup of coffee, play a level to a sack boy. kind of gets me motivated, gets me up, gets me going for the day. So with that being said, I don't know what's next as of right now. Honestly, I'm thinking about just kind of playing around in Persona for a little bit, putting a couple hours in, getting some more feels for the game. Maybe even just play all the way through the next castle. We'll see. Uh, after that, I don't know. I've actually toyed around with going to Shinmu. I have Shinmu 1, 2, and 3 waiting on me to play. Uh, I did play a few hours of Shinmu on Xbox a couple years ago, enough to be like, yo, if I ever see this game on sale, I'm going to pick it up. And a couple years later, I found it on sale on PlayStation. I picked it up. So I may start with Shinmu 1. I also may decide to play Mad Max. That's a game I've been wanting to play for a while. I have it sitting there. So not quite sure. Maybe I'll jump back into Resident Evil 6. I do have that game. But like I said, that's a game I've borrowed. So I don't really want to spend a lot of time on that versus something like Shinmu or Persona or Mad Max that I own and I, I want to put a priority on playing through. So I don't know. Next week, Graveyard Shift. It's going to be a little bit exciting because you'll find out what game has caught my attention this week. Alright gamers, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I had a lot of fun making it. I hope you guys are excited for the Uncharted movie and the Grand Theft Auto trailer as I am. If you are, please let me know. If you're not, please let me know. I just want to have a little back and forth with you guys, see what you guys are into. Let me know at thegraveyardgamer at gmail.com, thegraveyardgamer on Instagram, or thegraveyardg on Twitter. Till next time, I'll be creeping around the graveyard.